Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. Home isn't just a place. It's a state of mind, like curling up in a comfy chair as you watch the world go by. Which is why at Delta, our people do our best to make you feel at home long before you get there. Delta, keep climbing. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. You talk to yourself sometimes, right? Sure, don't we all? Yeah, and uh, when you talk to yourself, what do you say? You know, observation, silly stuff, things that crack me up. I have a great punny sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Well... What if I told you that you could transform your life by changing that silly, punny self-talk into empowering self-talk? Oh, God. We're about to use words like self-talk, aren't we? Oh, you know we are, girl, because I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. And this is By the Book. Your life is going down the drain. You're in so much pain, so you need some help. Ooh, yeah, some self-help. In each episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstetter. Shad Helmstetter is a behavioral researcher who's written more than 20 books in the field of personal growth. He is the first behavioral researcher to focus on the role of talking to oneself, also known as self-talk, as a primary means for reprogramming our brains. Based on his research, he produced the first professional self-talk audio programs in 1981, and five years later, he wrote his breakthrough bestseller, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, which has been published in over 70 countries and is currently in its 45th printing. In What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, Dr. Helmstetter says that we are given hundreds, if not thousands, of messages a day from the time we are born about what we can and can't do. Messages from others and messages from ourselves. And with these messages, we create who we are. Unfortunately, the negative messages tend to stick in our subconscious without us realizing it. And as it so happens, up to 75% of the things we say to ourselves are negative. The result of this negative messaging is low self-esteem, bad habits, a negative outlook on the world, unhealthy relationships, poor physical health, 
You name the problem, negative messaging likely plays a role in it. The key to changing things is reprogramming our brains with a new, more positive picture of ourselves and the world. Here's how you do it. Step one, recognize silent self-talk. During each day, listen to everything you say when you talk to yourself. Make a mental note of anything you think or say to yourself that sounds like the wrong kind of self-talk and immediately turn it around and rephrase it into something positive. For example, do you wake up and think, I'm so tired? Instead, say, I'm full of energy or it's a great day to be alive. Make a habit of speaking well of yourself in the present tense. And in this step and every other step, feel free to use the many positive self-talk phrases in the book. Step two, listen to everything you say when you talk to others. What you say when you speak to others feeds your own subconscious mind. Track what you're saying to every person at all times. Do your words paint the picture you want your mind to be receiving and that you want other people to be hearing? If not, change the words. Rephrase them. Know that you can create healthy internal programs by changing how you speak. Step three, have healthy conversations with yourself. In this step, you'll talk to yourself out loud and hold down both ends of the conversation. This should be fun and easy as well as effective because it engages more of your senses and puts more of you to work programming yourself. Start with what Dr. Helmstetter calls shower talk. When you step into the shower in the morning, say good morning to yourself out loud with a smile in your voice. Say, you look great today and you're ready to tackle anything. Then respond. Say, I feel terrific today especially. I like who I am and I'm glad to be alive and I'm going for it. Work up to asking yourself questions you haven't found answers to. Take counsel with yourself. Step four, write self-talk. By writing self-talk, you increase your awareness of your objectives and get more interested and energetic. Use this step to set goals, determine your course, and take responsibility for the changes you're going to make. Be specific and thorough. Challenge yourself. If you like, you can make a card deck of self-talk phrases covering a variety of situations to consult as needed, from losing a little extra weight to tackling your workload to freeing yourself from worry. Or you can post phrases you've written down around your house, next to mirrors, and so on. Note, not everyone enjoys writing, and if you don't, this step may be hard to stick with. If that's the case, that's okay. Do what works for you because that's the key to making habits stick. Step five, listen to self-talk. Record your own positive self-talk and listen back to it. Or listen to pre-made positive self-talk recordings, like the ones found on selftalkstore.com. These recordings can be on improving personal relationships, self-esteem, goal-setting, taking responsibility for yourself, or any other area of life you want to improve. Listen to the tapes each morning and also each night if you like. The key to positive self-talk in all its forms is repetition. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. So, Jolenta, tell us about your first week of living by what to say when you talk to yourself. So after reading the book, I started on step one, and I got to work tracking how I talked to myself. Throughout the day, I took notes in my phone about the inner monologue that was running in my head. And um, what kind of things were you saying to yourself, Jolenta? Well, Kristen, I made you a little audio collage made up of all of my self-talk, and here's what it sounds like in my head. I'm a mess. Oh, she thinks I'm an idiot. My eyes look old. I'm not doing enough. Ugh, people don't find me attractive. I'm going to show up at this party at the wrong time. 
fine. I am too much for most people. I'm not a good friend. I'm a flake. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, honey. I knew you were like new to yourself is. in your head, but that's like beyond torturous. That's... Oh, that's a fraction. That's oh. from like I'd say the first two or three hours of being awake. Like not even. Oh, honey. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. That's what's there. So at the end of the day, I realized I did not say one positive thing to myself. And this is disappointing. And like I know I'm joking about it, but it's also sobering. Like that's gross. I'm 31. I should, I should be a little better than that. Oh, you deserve so much more than that. You deserve kind things. Thank so, you. So what about when you talk about yourself to other people? Mm-hmm. You mean step two? Yeah, step two. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's a surprise. I basically talk about myself out loud to others the same way I talk to myself in my head. You know, I'm self-deprecating. It's my brand of humor. It's how I think I make people comfortable around me. And and. I feel like talking shit about myself is a huge part of my personality. Is it, though, technically a part of your personality? Or is it part of your psychology? Is it part? I mean, I don't know if it's really your personality. I don't know. I don't know. So I actually was thinking about this a lot. And I went to get advice from someone who's in a similar situation as me, um, my mom. We're often told we have the exact same personality. We have the same sense of humor. We're super self-deprecating. We struggle with, like, lots of negative self-talk. So I wanted to ask her how she deals with this kind of stuff. What kind of stuff are you working on that you tell yourself? Uh, well, I have, I, I have this tape in my head, like when I'm out in public or if I go to a party and then I the tape plays of everything I said and did and who I may have offended or if I did anything right. wrong. This yeah. perfect tape. Of, and, um, I I guess I I try not to do that anymore in my in and actually by changing my behavior of being when you change your behavior of allowing yourself to be who you are and be your authentic self the more you love yourself you know yeah. because I because if you're hiding yourself you start leaking out through the cracks right and then it comes out in the wrong way in the ways yeah I would say like for me a lot of the time it comes out like with my anger Exactly. But there's nice way of saying things mm-hmm. so that you can be authentic to yourself and then you're just you just accidentally become a nicer person, I think. Right. Or a kind of person. And so focusing on that authenticity is also what helps you start liking yourself more and replace those the old tapes. Is that Yes. Yeah. I really like what your mom's saying there, Jolenta. Well, she is a sensible Minnesotan woman at heart, so (laughs) I'm not surprised. (laughs) But I really like her advice. I mean, I think that it's really echoing what Shad Homesteader says in this book. Like Mm -hmm. the tapes that you have in your head that play over and over and over again, you need to rewrite those tapes. Right. And what I think of as myself might be more of a performance than, like, my authentic self. Mm, yeah. Oh, getting to a deep level. Wow. Thanks, Mom and Kristen and Chad. <laughs> what about step three, um, talking to yourself, actually having those conversations, those dialogues with yourself? Well, it started hard. It was not like how Shad writes in the book where you just pop in the shower and you're like, yay. Like, it felt forced and weird. But I think I started getting into it. Why don't we just listen to my first shower talk? You are celebrating life, am I? Yeah. Every day that you get up and take your dog out for a walk, you are celebrating life and you are kicking ass. It sounds like you're forcing this, Jolenta. 
I know, but it's what I'm supposed to say. It's true. You're not forcing it. You're just living your fucking life. And you have every right to do that. Yes, I do. I do have every right to live my life. I have every right to live my life any way I want. In any way that I want. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Well done. Wow. I love it. It sounded so fine when I was editing that tape and like uploading it, but it's really embarrassing and playing it for you. Oh, no. I love it. I love it. That made me so happy. It put um, a giant smile on my face, good, as you can see. Good. Yes. Yeah. It was uplifting. It was even just the fact that it was silly made my morning better. Like oh, I was back making to silly. myself I said laugh. Early on. Yeah. Silly's yeah, 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 not yeah. so bad. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I was noticing some shifts in mood and general, like, happier mornings, especially by the end of week one. Oh, that's Um, so great. Yeah. Yes, yes. How was your week one, Kristen? All right. Before we get into my week one, I just want to give a tiny little bit of background on me. So I try not to talk about myself badly. And full disclosure, that took many, many years to get down. Like a lot of girls, I was taught to always say no to compliments and practice modesty and not come across as too prideful. And on top of that, I really did spend years just feeling absolutely horrible about myself, horrible enough that I wanted to die. That's so, not good. No, it's not good. And so people would say, you look great. And I'd say, shut up, or I'm a fat cow, or I wish. And that was pretty much how I talked all the time about myself. Mm. And over time, people pointed out that... I was being rude, not modest, rude to myself and rude to them, pretty much telling them what they were saying to me didn't matter. And that really switched things in my head because one thing I pride myself on is not being rude. Right. You're like the nice Minnesota But when it was pointed out to me that being that way when I was complimented was actually rude, I took that to heart. And um, I made an effort to say thank you when people said nice things to me. And eventually I started to also say those things to myself, say nice things back to myself. Nice, nice. So there you go. That's my backstory. But back to your question. Week one. Like you, I spent week one focusing on the first three steps, recognizing my silent self-talk, listening to everything I said to others, and having healthy conversations with myself. And I have to say... I pretty much hit it out of the ballpark with step one. Most of my internal dialogue is pretty happy. To an outsider, I probably sound like a jolly three-year-old. It's things like, look at that happy little bird, or I'm happy my legs work, or it's a fun time to jump up and walk. Are you serious? Yeah, I say things like that all the time in my head. (laughs) So there's like like a Disney sidekick is your internal monologue. That's like, yay, like look at the sunshine. Yes, usually it is. But then I hit a little bit of an emotional roadblock. And actually, it felt like an enormous roadblock at the time. I screwed up at work. Take a listen. Okay, so I am hiding in one of the little meeting rooms in the office to give you an update on some of the horrible self-talk I am giving to myself. And uh, normally throughout the day, I don't feel like I do this to myself, but I I just screwed up pretty badly. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it's that badly, but um, it's bad enough that my boss actually had to have a talk with me and he wasn't mean about it. He was very quick and matter of fact. And he said... 
uh, don't do this in the future, and I think you misunderstood me, and you said something that you shouldn't have in a meeting, and I was mortified. I screwed up. Uh, the inner dialogue in my head was just, I want to die, I want to die, I want to die right now, and I just want to bury myself in a hole, and then I very quickly after saying that, said, Kristen, tomorrow at this time, you're not going to want to die. Right now, you want to die, and you might even want to die an hour from now and five hours from now, but tomorrow at this time, you're not going to want to die, and we all screw up. And so that's what I'm telling myself right now. It's fine. I'm doing the best I can. I'm working a new job, and sometimes we screw up, and we can't learn unless we make mistakes. And even though I want to die right now, I'm not going to want to die tomorrow. So that's what I'm saying to myself. Oh, that is the worst. I hate that. I hate that. It's so hard to have good self-talk when someone whose approval you want is like, hey, you fucked up. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. That's yeah. the worst. And I mean, Kristen, I don't want to shit on your parade, but I have heard you say those things out loud at work before. <laughs> so I do have to say, it, you're not a perfect self-talker. When you mess up at work, you are super hard on yourself. I've definitely heard the whole thing before a lot, that you want to bury yourself in a hole, you want to hide in a hole. Yeah, yeah. But I I do commend you for turning it around, uh, which I can't do currently, so <laughs> congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, um, it's bad, but I do try to self-soothe and talk myself out of those horrible feelings. Um, let's move on to step two. Yes. So step two was listening to everything I said when I talked to others. Again, most days I think I'm pretty good at this. I march into the office each day. I say, good morning. It's going to be a great day. Cameron can back me up on this. That's how I start every day in the office. But I did have a really bad day last week when I couldn't go into work because the toilet upstairs was leaking and the no. ceiling was caving in no. on our floor and the plumbers were keeping me waiting for hours and hours and hours. And when I was talking with my friend Carly the next day, I realized something, that while I'm pretty good at looking at the bright side, even in that kind of situation, some of the things I say to self-soothe are sort of offensive. Oh, interesting. Listen. <laughs> what are you guys going to do? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. Okay. Like, there's there are children starving in Africa. There are many worse things than a plumbing issue. Right. Is that offensive to say there are children starving in Africa? That's what my mom used to always say to me when I was like... Well, yes, because then it seems like we're minimizing that situation. Minimizing the children? Yes. Yeah. Um, it feels pretty offensive, it but does. then it also sounds super like mom in the 1980s in Minnesota. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was like the We Are the World era. Yep. But we're not there anymore. No. Which is not good. Or I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I agree, Kristen. We're not wearing our dare shirts, <laughs> talking, getting lectures from our moms about the starving children in Africa. Yeah. I understand the sentiment, but yeah, I think. Yeah. Suffering children are not there for us to compare ourselves to so that we can feel better about ourselves and. On top of that, obviously, we have to be careful about depicting Africa as just one monolithic impoverished place. I think you can have a new catchphrase, maybe. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to work on that catchphrase. It really somehow got tattooed on my brain, and it is something I say a lot when things well, are bad. Well, it's probably, Shad would say something you, you heard so much, it just sort of, you know, 
became some internalized rule in your head, right? Yeah, but I'm going to do better. What about step three, uh, having a healthy conversation with yourself out loud? All right, so Jolenta, I'm just going to say it. I freaking loved step three so much. This well, exercise yeah. who doesn't want to talk to a Disney sidekick? <laughs> like, of course you did. This exercise made me smile and laugh. It made me so happy. It made me feel so entertained. In fact, some mornings I was so animated, animated, ah, uh, just oh, like a Disney no. character, that I got downright loud. <laughs> Good morning, Kristen. How are you today, Kristen? I'm doing great. I'm excited for this day. It's going to be a great day. It is going to be a great day. Let's get out of bed and start this day. Let's do it. All right. I'm going to get my feet onto this floor, and I'm going to be grateful that my feet work. Oh, those are good feet. Let's move those feet to the bathroom. Are you okay? <laughs> Doing my morning self-talk, honey. Oh, I thought we used our inside voices. Oh, my God. We're not supposed to use our inside voices? Is that not how it works? Oh, um, good morning, Kristen. How are you doing today, Kristen? Is that better? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Thanks, honey. Thanks. <laughs> Sounds like Dean is loving your morning self-talk. Oh, uh, maybe a little bit. It but... did sound like, <laughs> it sounded like a very aggressive monologue from Rose from the Golden Girls. I don't know if I would want that blasting at me first thing in the morning either. No offense. <laughs> Today is our day. We're going to own it. Yes, okay, I am. Okay. I am. And so are you. And so are you. Yes, I am. Kristen, I feel like you're one of Shad's after stories, not one of his before self-talk stories. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be one of those I love the books because it already does what I do, Kristen moments. <laughs> okay, yes. Honestly, that's kind of what I was thinking during the entirety of week one. Mm -hmm. So that's why, get this, Yeah. in week two I decided to take things up a notch. Uh-oh. Well, I guess we will get to that in just a moment. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Hey guys, this week we want to give a very special shout out to one of our new favorite fiction podcasts. It's called The Walk, and it's less a traditional podcast than a first-person adventure. When you listen to The Walk, you become the main character in the story serving as a spy who has to transport information across Scotland on foot. You'll receive instructions, avert authorities, and come face-to-face -face with characters who may or may not be trustworthy, all while you work to complete your mission. The walk is a ton of fun. It'll keep you moving if exercise is something on your list of things to improve this year. And it's written by the great Naomi Alderman, author of The Power. 
Check out The Walk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. That's The Walk by Naomi Alderman and Panoply. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about our first week of living by what to say when you talk to yourself. Let's get to week two. How did that go for you? I started my week two by writing out my affirmations. Uh, And since I'm a bullet journal nerd, I'm always looking for an excuse to work on my hand lettering skills. So I really enjoyed this. Is that calligraphy? What does that even mean? Hand lettering is sort of like calligraphy, but not. I'm not skilled enough to use a calligraphy pen. So I write out the text as though it has been done in a calligraphy pen and then like color it in and stuff. Like, And I write it. It's like sort of like hipster fonts where, you know, like sometimes it's a skinny line and sometimes it's a fat line. Like... So can you give me an example of anything that's said in that? Oh, uh, one my favorite one uh, was, I don't need your approval. I have my own, thanks. Oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. so good. Yeah, that I, is... that's something I need to remember quite often. That's so good. Now, what about step five, the one where you actually listen to self-talk that is either pre-recorded or that you record right. yourself? Right, So... I did not like that Shad tells us to go buy his affirmations on uh, selftalkstore.com or whatever it is. He suggests it. I know. I know. I thought that was a little douchey, but whatevs. You know, I'm learning it's par for the course for these books to shill their whatever they shill on their websites. Like, you know, they all do it. So I found a free alternative because I'm cheap. Um, I guess you're the cheap one. Never mind. <laughs> but you're learning to be cheap. I'm learning. I'm learning from the best. I found this great podcast called Affirmation Pod. It's super soothing, and it's this woman saying positive affirmations for basically any kind of situation you might need. Affirmations for waking up, self-confidence, body acceptance, eating healthy, you name it. Affirmation Pod has an affirmation for it. That sounds pretty great. The only downside to listening to this is when other people hear you listening to it. Um, Brad, my partner, caught me listening to the affirmations, not in headphones. And uh, why don't we take a listen to that? Whatever questions are made, I will love and care for myself. Whatever it is. What is going on? I'm listening to some affirmations while I make breakfast, okay? Do you love yourself while you do it? I'm trying to. You know, first, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> and that is the I will love and care for myself episode. Oh, it's done. Facing a rough time, a challenge. Yeah, well, I, my, I need to redo it because I don't love myself while my husband's making fun of me. Do you have a problem with my affirmations? <laughs> it was just. Startling to walk in on. Is this your worst fear confirmed? Well, I guess. What's going on? I guess. How? Yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised because, like, it sounds more, in my mind, it was more woo than I think you are, but, like, you're pretty woo. You mean woo woo? Woo woo, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it's corny, but, like, it actually is kind of nice to listen to that first thing instead of, like, either sad music or, like, comedians like, swearing about shit, like, have, in my podcast. Like, you're somebody who always needs to have noise on, so yeah. it might as well be this noise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, affirmations can be kind of vulnerable, but look at you staying strong in your convictions, standing up for affirmations when Brad's trying to make fun of them. Yeah, yeah. 
I think I was doing all right, you know? By then at week two, I was trying to say nicer things about myself in my head and in the real world. Uh, For example, I had a friend over for dinner and I had to kick her out early because Brad had to go to bed early. And normally when I do that, I lead the person to the door and I say things like, sorry, we suck and we're so boring, blah, blah. But instead, I stopped myself from saying that and just said, Thanks for coming over. I had a great time hanging out with you. Oh, and good. she said thanks as well. And I'm realizing I didn't then put her in that position to have to bolster my self-esteem and be like, no, no, you're not boring. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, yeah. I love that you're changing the script in your head and out in the world. Thank you. Yeah. It's nicer for everyone, I'm realizing. And Brad also noticed a shift in my behavior while we were at a birthday party at a bar. Um, after we got home, he told me about it. You should have to drink back. Have I ever done that before? I don't remember it. I, I don't think Im- I've ever done it before. I was impressed because it was like, it was so simple. Like, you were just like, oh, my my Prosecco's flat. And I was like, oh, that's exactly, that's a great yeah. reason to send it back. And it wasn't drama. Yeah. I was, I was a little nervous. And I don't think but... the bartender thought you were no. weird. And he poured you one that was like, was clearly fizzy. I could see the fizz yeah. from across the room. And then I was like, great. So. I never sent stuff back. And I was wondering like, maybe it's because I've been listening to positive affirmations. And like, I feel worthy. So it was like no anxiety to just be like, I deserve yourself? bubbles now. You deserve bubbles now. Yeah. Okay. Baby steps. Start with the Prosecco. Go, Jolenta. Thank you. I've never seen you do that either. In yeah. all the years we've been friends, yeah. you have never sent back I anything you don't that. like. Brad's known me for almost a decade, and he's never seen me send a drink back, and that's because I don't, oh, even okay. when I hate it. But, you know, when you have social anxiety that's for real, you eat and drink a lot of things you don't want. That's something we don't talk about much, but it's true because the fear of offending a bartender or making someone's life harder or offending a friend who made a thing you don't normally eat is so great. You'd rather just imbibe the shitty Prosecco. Well, girl, you are no longer going to be drinking shitty Prosecco. And I am so proud of you. This is like such a high note to end week two on. I'm so proud of you. I was afraid you wouldn't think it was a big enough step. Oh, that is negative self-talk. Oh, no. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I knew you would be so happy with this. Yes, yes. Because that's where I ended week two. Yay. That's what I'm talking about. How was your week two living by what to say when you talk to yourself, Kristen? All right. So during week two, I focused on steps four and five, just like you did, which is writing positive self-talk and listening to positive self-talk. So for the writing step, I did kind of a gratitude journal. I wrote things like, I'm so thankful I have a warm bed, and I'm so fortunate I have colleagues who support me, and I am so thankful that my lungs work so that I can breathe in this cold weather. Honestly, it sounded a lot like my shower talk in the morning. I'm sure. I am sure it did. (laughs) How about listening to affirmations? How'd that go? All right. So unlike you, I didn't Mm -hmm. love the listening quite as much. Um, I started off trying to listen to free self-talk audio I found on YouTube, but Mm. I hated most of the voices. It was was sort of dark on YouTube. That was a weird rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, it was tough. And some of it was so repetitive. And some of it really did sound like it was trying to hypnotize you. And Shad said it should never sound like it's hypnotizing you. Right. So I fell for it. I went to a self-talk website. No. I did it. I did you it. went to the selftalkstore.com? I did, and I got the free 30-day trial. Oh, I didn't even go to the website. I should have checked. Yeah, there's a free 30-day trial, and he has a whole section of just self-talk for women. Oh, my God. That's kind of great. Also with music for some of them. Love the also, music. Oh, yeah. It's so great. And 
while each of the tapes was a little long for my taste, I don't really need to listen to 15 minutes straight of mm. a woman giving affirmations to me every day. I did try to listen at least for five minutes oh, a day. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So affirmations listen- pod is like two, three minutes tops. Oh, so, that's, yeah. that's more my speed. That's more my speed. So here I am not only listening Uh-oh. to those self-talk tapes from Shad, but also maybe joining in a little bit. I am a quality person. And it shows in everything I say and do. I I am am a quality quality person, and it shows in everything everything I say and and do. I am a quality person, and it shows in everything I say and do. I am a quality person, and it shows in everything I say and do. I like that you matched her tone, too. Is that Shad does not say you have to do that. He doesn't say you have to, but sometimes it's fun. Just, you know, I was having fun with a lot of this. Right. So, okay, Uh, this is all great, but that's just what I did. I thought you were going to take things up a notch in week two, Kristen. I I was promised a notch. Oh, yes, and I did take things up a notch, and this is the really fun part for me. In week two... I decided that all the fun I was having with self-talk would be even better if I practiced it with others. So I sat down with my friend Eric Sasson, and I said, let's play a game. Did you have to sit down with your friend with the fanciest name? (laughs) Eric Sasson? Eric Sasson. Oh, all right. Wow. Listen to this talk I was having with Eric Sasson. All right. I'm going to dare you. You have to say one good thing about yourself, and then I'll say good, one good thing about myself. And you say one good thing about yourself, and we'll go back and forth and back and forth. Oh, but that's – that really? Yes. That's a lot yes. of different – Yes. Oh, well, you already said that I'm really loyal. No, so you have to say it about yourself. Say something about – and you can repeat what I said. Say something about yourself that you are. Um, okay. Well, give the, on the spot, you have to give me a second. Well, I'm pretty smart. You're really smart. I'm pretty smart. You are really, really smart. You're really smart. Um – I'm really good at being grateful for what I have. Yes, you are very good at being grateful for what you have. You're always, like I said, you have a way of um, like turning the negative and seeing the, the, the positive side for that. So I think that's definitely true. Um, let's see. I like, I'm Oh my God, I'm the list is so game. long. Oh, you are. You're I'm really game. game. <laughs> oh my God, we have adventures because you're open to so many things. I'm, yes, I'm really up to trying things. I'm, I'm, I'm very big on like, let's, let's try this. Let's do something interesting. Let's go somewhere new. So we just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> it's the most wholesome drinking game ever. And I have a dare. I dare you <laughs> to fucking so not talk shit about yourself fun. out loud. We yeah. both had huge smiles on our faces. It was really fun. And yeah, we were drinking too. Yeah, we were drinking. Prosecco. I mean, honestly, it sounds fun. It was. It was super, super fun. So that's how I took things to the next level. Next time, can I hang out with you and Eric Sasson? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. When you guys play the compliment drinking game? Yes, and it's not complimenting others. Oh, it's complimenting, complimenting yourself. But and then the other person agrees, which yes, is fun. absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think Shad would have been pretty proud of me for oh, taking things to the next level. Totally. Because you know what? I am a fun person. I am a fortunate person. I have good friends, and I nurture those friendships. Okay, that's great. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. But 
why don't we take a minute to remind people how they can talk to us about how great they are. Oh, yes. Tell us how great you are. Tell us what you say when you talk to yourself. Have you lived by what to say when you talk to yourself? Do you have a wonderful script that you say every morning when you jump out of bed? Share your story at buythebook at panoply.fm or at 505-510-BOOK. All right, Kristen, it's business time, otherwise known as verdict time. Yeah, verdict time. How do we feel about what to say when you talk to yourself? Does it work? Do we recommend it? Well, I need to hear from you first. You're going to give me your answer first with that beautiful voice of yours and that beautiful heart. You're going to say it. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you for those compliments. I am not uncomfortable with them. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was lying. (laughs) Anyway, my verdict. Kristen. I hands down love this book. I fucking love this book. I love Shad. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad. I love this book. I loved reading this book. Reading this book felt like learning for the first time in a long time with this podcast. Shad wasn't obsessed with himself and his own story like a lot of current self-help authors, which I love. He gets down to business. He gives case studies. He gives numbers in a way that makes me trust him for some reason. He seems more scientific. Yeah. He seems like a real doctor. I love him. And I have noticed a boost in my confidence over these past two weeks. I hate my body a little less. I enjoy my day a little more. I send back flat Prosecco now. Like... Like, I think this book has truly changed my outlook. I'm so yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. And I, I mean, from my perspective, this book is somewhat healthy. I don't ever want to say, like, I know what's healthy and good. But it drives home a lot of the things I'm working on in my personal therapy, which is a lot of reframing how I think about things and myself and myself in situations and positive self-talk is always a healthy way to deal with this. My therapist literally is telling me right now to work on finding the healthy way to think about all things, which I think is just sort of affirmations. So I really love this book. I recommend the shit out of this book. If you, if your self-talk tape sounds like mine at the beginning of this podcast, then I truly think you will benefit from this book. I 100% recommend it. Yay! 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 Uh, How did you feel? What's your verdict? All right. So I've said it more than once in this episode. I'm usually pretty kind to myself when I talk to myself, but this book reminded me that I can do even better. I mean, if anything, I just wish I would have been given this book when I was a preteen. Yo, me too. Oh, my God. If someone would have handed this to me at 12 or 13... I just, what would have happened? Yeah. Why, why did I have to not read this book when I was 10, but wait until yeah. I was like decades older? Like yeah, this yeah. book would have been so handy when I was 10, 11, 12, 25. There's so many yeah. points in my life where this book would have um, had more of an impact on me. All that being said, though, I loved the book. I thought the Yay. book was so fun. I thought that it had great things to say. I do think that everybody would benefit from saying nicer things to themselves. Totally. Uh, The self-talk tapes were, you know, occasionally a little bit repetitive, and I wouldn't want to listen to those for more than a couple minutes a day. Right. But, you know, overall, the message here to be kinder to ourselves, to talk nicely to ourselves was really fun. And I so enjoyed doing it when I brought it out into the world with other people, too. So I have just got to give this a great verdict. I am giving this a 
huge endorsement from me. Wow. Wow. This is incredible. We both agree. Yes, we do agree because we're good at being agreeable and yeah. we're good at making I our mean, opinions known. we're just known. good people. We are good people. We're great at making our opinions known. We are <laughs> living our best lives. At. Yes, we are good and worthy. We are quality mm-hmm. people. Yes, we are. We are. And you are. And you are. Let's oh take turns gosh. talking about how great we are. Or we could end this episode. One thing I love about you is you know when to end an episode. Oh my gosh. One thing I love about you is you know when to agree with me. Yay! Yay! <laughs> And that's it for this episode of By the Book. Our producer is Cameron Drews, and he knows he is enough. Our managing producer is Mia Lobel, and she knows that she has the strength to deal with anything. Our composer is Nate Wyda, and he knows he is so musically gifted. And special thanks to Andy Bowers, Chief Content Officer at Panoply, who has the strength and wherewithal to make tough decisions. Please stay in touch. Let us know if you have read what to say when you talk to yourself, how it worked or didn't work for you. Also, send us any questions or suggestions for future books for us to live by. Our email address is bythebook at panoply.fm. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at at Buy the Book Pod, and you can call us at 505-510-BOOK. Don't forget to please, please, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show. It helps spread the word. It helps us keep our jobs. Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell everyone about the podcast. You are great listeners. You are the best listeners in the world. You are talented at listening, and you're talented at using your voices to share the word about this podcast with friends. Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye, you beautiful people. Bye-bye. You are worthy. You are strong. We love you. You love you. The end. How was that, Cam? Another or hold on. Let me do it one more time. So to say, let's take a quick break. All right, we will get to that in just a minute. But first, let's take a quick break. Breaks are the best. Yay, breaks! Yes! I deserve a break! I internalize the break feeling because I deserve a break and I love breaks. Breaks Today is a new day and a new break. I feel the break inside me! Yes! Oh my god, I can't keep up with this bullshit. (laughs) Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.